Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. This morning I'll be sitting down with the Executive Director of the Clearfield County Charitable Foundation, Mark McCracken, and we'll do that after we return. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Community County Services for local family-based mental health. Each day in Pennsylvania, there's at least 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day. 375-1314. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. This morning, I'm sitting down with the executive director of the Clearfield County Charitable Foundation, a foundation that's doing some great work in our county. You might recognize the name. The executive director is Mark McCracken, a former county commissioner, a longtime employee of the county. Uh, we were talking earlier. Uh, I didn't know all of your history for our county, but Mark, it's great to have you here this morning. Well, Michael, first off, I want to thank you for having me here and so we can uh, talk about the Clearfield County Charitable Foundation, um, what we do, and uh, also touch on the grant program, and I'll go over some details of that with you. Yeah, no, there's a lot going on, and I first want to just start with the, the foundation itself. For those who don't know, and I have to be honest, I don't know a lot about it. I know you've got a great board, uh, obviously a great executive director, and uh, preparing for this interview, I read a lot of things about it, uh, doing a lot of great work, and people can read about it at clearfieldcountycharitablefoundation.org. But this is a unique foundation and lots of good going on, uh, the inception 2001. But if you want to jump in on that and just tell us about the foundation. Yeah, let me, let me just touch a little bit on the, uh, on the history. Um, like you said, we, it did kind of get kicked off and started around 2001. Um, really, really got going around 2007 and growing from then. Um, right now, we have over 50 endowment and scholarship funds um, based uh, from groups and individuals all over Clearfield County. Um, the really impressive thing is those 50 endowment funds and scholarship funds, um, we have a market value on them now of about over $14 million. Um, we have our main office in Clearfield. Um, I'm also excited a couple of years ago we added a satellite office here in Dubois um, over in the uh, Deposit Bank building. And I'm usually over here on Wednesdays um, and uh, and uh, I, I take appointments here and meet with people that are interested in establishing endowment or scholarship funds with us that can benefit the communities. And again, we're not limited to any particular part of Clearfield County. It's a countywide organization. We have uh, funds that benefit all areas of Clearfield County. Yeah, I know when you read about it, uh, it is amazing. You have... Uh, like you said, Clearfield County, most people, I don't think they realize just how big our county is. Yeah. <laughs> and so there are a lot of uh, little towns and places that need help, that get help, and this uh, foundation helps do that. I know that uh, there are dates you have to apply uh, for this grant between August 7th and September 22nd, and there is a hard deadline at 4 p.m. on the 22nd. However, to your point... It's all going to be online, and you're available here in Dubois on Wednesdays, and you can reach out to the foundation to find out when Mark is here. But 
I think you you make yourself available to help people fill this out. You want people to apply. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the the idea of the, our our board when they put the grant program together a number of years ago was to find unique projects that make real differences within within communities. Um, for instance, I mean, last year we. Um, um, we awarded over $25,000. Um, just to touch on a few of the projects, um, um, they were based in Clearfield, Kernsville, Dubois, Houtsdale, Osceola Mills, and Winburn. Um, and, and really to touch on, like even here in the Dubois area, one of, our, one of our big grants last year was for the Western Pennsylvania Athletic League here in Dubois, um, just up the street from the radio station here. And um, they used some money, uh, they used their grant money for their youth programs there. Um, we have things like uh, for uh, Clearfield Borough, the fire department got a uh, grant to help them purchase rapid response kits. We had um, clear down in Winburn, that's over in the eastern part of the county, small community. Their fire company got a $5,000 grant there to, to help buy some um, equipment. Um, their, their responsibility, there's the rails to trails over there and they needed some equipment. Um, when they've had rescue um, situations there. So, um, like I said, it, it helps uh, all over Clearfield County. Um, Kerwinsville, the Parent Teacher Association there, was, had a project that they were upgrading the playground at the school there um, to add inclusive playground equipment. So, like I said, really great projects all over Clearfield County, and that's the kind of thing we're looking for and the kind of applications. Um, we don't limit to just 501c3 organizations, any organization can apply. And like I said, we're looking for things that will make a difference to specific groups, the entire community. Um, and like I said, thinking outside the box on stuff. Yeah, definitely, and, and very important to our Clearfield County community. Um, I think I had read, too, that while you don't have to be a 501c3, you prefer them to partner up. Is that right? Yeah, but how we, how we like to handle the non-501c3 organizations, um, if they can partner with the municipal government or another 501c3, um, and I'll, I'll put it this way, just to add credibility. Right, it's just a lot easier, it, right? It, yeah, it is a lot easier yeah. if we can do a pass-through. And I'll also say our, our board has even given some leeway and some leverage here um, for our grant committee. Even if you don't have the part, you're not a 501c3 and you don't have a municipal government or another 501c3 to partner with, we will still accept the application. And how the grant committee is gonna handle it is um, for that type of organization, um, they're just going to do some more investigating, maybe bring the folks in for a personal interview um, or get additional information because we have to make sure it's a credible group. Right, we'll and there's the a lot of accountability yeah. here, right? Yep, so exactly. when money comes, um, they're going to want to know where it went and how it was spent and make sure it was handled correctly Ex in the exactly. organization. Yep. Uh, and it does bring a huge credibility issue. Um, but the the, the trust, the, the charitable foundation, is set up well. You've been executive director since when? Uh, actually, I started in January of 2000, um, so I'm in my going on my fourth year, fourth full year here now, and it's it's been really great work, um, and I, I really enjoy working with uh, individuals, um, the groups that we're involved with. Um, um, I, I know... The one thing I take a, take a lot of great pride and enjoyment in is working with 
with families that want to set up scholarship funds in memory of deceased family members, things like that. Um, it's, it's really rewarding when you can help them. It, it's really about carrying on the legacy of a family member that maybe had died unexpectedly or something. So those kind of funds are really, really, like I said, important and, and, and good work I can, I consider. Yeah, I think it is uh, really important and it should be noted. I know we talked about it before we came on, but if a family or somebody would like to do that, they can call uh, you at this uh, charitable foundation and set something up, right? And you have yes. the process. And I think when you go on the website, there are, I don't, I didn't count, but it looks like a huge list of uh scholarships and things of that nature yeah like i said we have we have over 30 scholarship funds and and this past year um you know we awarded for to 2023 graduates we awarded over fifty thousand dollars in scholarships this year and uh you know we have we have even some of the scholarship funds that are um are closely related to the dubois area like i said we're all over the county right. um but uh but just to touch on some here that are close um we we have the arnold nethel cameron memorial scholarship that was uh set up by a gentleman here in the uh in the dubois area and um, we also the Dubois Rotary Club. Their scholarship fund runs runs through us, and and they do a great job. I, they they award scholarships to Dubois, Brockway, and uh, Central Dubois Central Christian graduates. Um, and one of the really interesting ones is the Wrights Theater Performing Arts Scholarship. Um, I, I started working with them a couple of years ago to, to set up their scholarship fund, and um, and they were looking at specifically awarding a student that was, was going into something related to the performing arts or music um, and give preference to that. And and really their, their, their base that their, um, their applicants are coming out of are kids that have been involved up here at the Wrights Theater. So again, a great community organization here in Dubois. And we were able to work with them to set this scholarship up. Yeah, which is, like you said, got to be exciting. It's got to be fulfilling when that can come to fruition. Yes. And you get uh, get to help a lot of folks through this. Yeah. And and a, another thing, too, is um, a fund that we have is what we call our basic needs fund. And the board a number of years ago set that up. Um, specifically to help with uh, with food and hunger related issues in the county and periodically um, we do a distribution out to the local and area food banks and that's that's been very successful in helping um, and we did a number a couple of special ones during the COVID time period right. and and awarded out most of the money from that fund so it's been a couple of years but the fund is now built up. We got a special donation from MidPen Bank here earlier this year of $10,000, and plus some individual donations have come in um, during the last year or so. And I'm I'm pleased to announce, and this will be going out in in the in press releases here in the coming weeks. But probably after Labor Day, we're going to be distributing about $15,000 um, across the county. And I I I did a lot of. Uh, contact and got some data back from the food banks across the county and it's it's really surprising that the, they've had a great uptick here the last year in uh in in clients and stuff and uh so the fact that the board approved this fifteen thousand dollar donation and that will be going out and like i said we'll, we'll be doing some more uh, uh publicity and press releases on that prior on labor day but 
but that money will be going out. So that's that's something important we do on the county level here too. Yeah, absolutely, and it's very exciting, and we appreciate you announcing on here. And I just want to give a shout out. I'm biased. Uh, I am a Rotarian, so the Du Bois Rotary Club. I agree with you. Does a great oh, job. Oh yeah, you guys do a great job with that. With no, your so fun. we appreciate that, but we appreciate your efforts uh, to help us in that area. All right, sir. So. Maybe you can give us, uh, maybe we should go to some history. Can you give us a, a deeper look at your history of like who and how this came to about? Yeah, the, 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 really the driving person back that, that he started thinking about uh, an idea of a community charitable foundation probably back in the 90s and had looked at, um, looked at Center, Blair County, um, what they were doing. And that's, that's a gentleman named Robert Kurtz. And um people from the area probably know of Kurtz Brothers in Clearfield right. um again a long-standing family business and 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 Bob Kurt and Bob still Bob turned 90 years old this year and he's still alive and is still um he's a director emeritus on our board and um he he's living over in State College now but he was really the person that kind of started bringing together some community members and looking about doing a charitable foundation and and like we said earlier here kind of got the ball rolling in 2001 really got everything established and got some fun set up about 2006 2007 and um i i know some of the current board members like i'd mentioned earlier we're up over 14 million dollars now and some of my current board members said that back when they were getting the first million dollars or so raised they they thought boy that's that's quite a bit and how are we ever <laughs> going to get beyond beyond that amount and but but here we are um you know in 2023 just went over 14 million dollars i know um a couple of years ago we went over the 10 million dollar mark and we actually uh did, did some did some special community meetings back then to to kind of celebrate that we did uh, over here at the launch box and Dubois we had an evening that we we brought a number of people in and celebrated that here we had an event in Clearfield also but uh, but that's really we're we're growing now and uh, and 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 like I said we're you know we're we're getting up there to the point now where we're being recognized even by our surrounding counties that that hey you know this this organization and the other thing i really am, am happy about is our reputation is growing too people who are coming to meet with me um because they're talking with other people who have established like a scholarship fund with us um, i had a gentleman who their neighbor um had a memorial scholarship fund that they set up and they recommended to him that he come and talk to me and he just recently set up a new fund uh that that he put a pretty uh pretty impressive investment into that's a memorial for his uh, wife that passed away here a couple of years ago so that's really what i've tried to stress is growing this um working with more people and solid reputation that that's that's people have to know that that they that they can trust that you're going to do the right thing and we we are audited every year um we we are registered with both the federal and the state government as a charitable organization a 501c3 um, we have our 990 form filed with the federal government every year and our audits are right on our website too so if anybody you can go out there right now clearfieldcharitablefoundation.org under our 
about us and look at our past audits so you know that we're good financially and and you we can be trusted well it to, is important because you rely on donations and yep. people are trusting you to set up uh a legal structure and so you want to have that reputation so that's very good to hear and I think uh, obviously extremely important uh, I love all the stories sir we're gonna take a break but when we come back we'll uh, continue our conversation contact on connect FM is brought to you in part by lifespan family services located in the Dubois mall for local adoption and foster care services hi folks are you having problems with your child at home is their behavior a problem are you at your wits end if so call us for more information community county services we provide family-based mental health call for information at 371-8066 we work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way community county services 371-8066 Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. I'm sitting down with the executive director of the Clearfield County Charitable Foundation, Mark McCracken. We're having a very interesting conversation. I'm learning a lot, Mark, about the foundation and how it works. Uh, One question I have for you is, how do you decide who gets uh, these wonderful grants? Yeah, our our board of directors at the charitable foundation when they established this program they they set up a a grant review committee and um um what we what we do with the uh we have the online application process and um and the organizations submit for the grants we have that we have the we have a period defined and this year it's going to be opening august 7th uh the portal will be opening up on on our website, clearfieldcharitablefoundation.org. It's right there on the main page. There's a button that takes you to the portal that you get the instructions, and you go in, you file. Um, the the application period closes on September 22nd. Promptly at 4, 4 p.m. is the deadline, so anybody that's going to file, you got from August 7th to September 22nd at 4 p.m. to get your application all together and finalized, attach all the documents. And then um, it goes to our grant review committee, and um, there's one of our board members that serves as the uh, as the chairperson for the grant review committee. But we have um, four outside people that come in. Um, they do a thorough review, both individually, um, the online application software that we use. I I package up all the applications for them. They can go online. Do a do a scoring sheet individually, and then the grant review committee comes together and 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 has a meeting. It's usually about two or three hours that they have to set down and go over all the grants and their own individual scoring and kind of combine things, discuss it. Um, then once they're done scoring, and they make a recommendation to the full board of directors. Um, then the full board of directors takes that recommendation prior to the October board meeting. Um, they review it amongst themselves, come to the board meeting, discuss the person who's on the board. It's also the chair of the grant review committee. Um, she shares her thoughts on how the grant review committee scoring went, and then they decide who they're going to award the grants to. So it's, so it's uh, very transparent. Um, a number of steps there. Everybody is given equal consideration uh, as long as they follow everything properly and we get everything in. But uh, but by the time the final decisions are made and the money is awarded, 
I feel very comfortable that everyone that put their application in got a thorough review, um, consideration, and, and like I said earlier, we're really looking at projects that will make impacts within communities across Clearfield County, um, you know, things that will help kids, things that will help people in need, um, projects that will, you know, help senior citizens. Um, like I said, things that will really stand out in, in communities all across Clearfield County. Yeah, no, it sounds like a very thorough vetting process and it's just important how that system works as you were talking about the reputation, right? Mm -hmm. And so having that thorough process is very important. I just want to stress uh, the portal does open August 7th. It does close September 22nd at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. And probably can't stress that enough for you. Right, right. <laughs> um, but it should also be noted that absolutely no paper applications. This all has to be done online. Yeah, exactly. We we did go, um, we did uh, research and, and find a uh, online software application here a couple of years ago that the board we decided to go to. Because in the past, uh, when they when paper or emailed applications were accepted, um, it, it, it gets just lost. Well, there, it might there be was the a mail. lot to yeah. it. Yeah, right. things would get lost. And this way, people can go on, and as long as they're you know they they get logged in. And I do want to stress to anyone that uh, that you know this thing's going to open on August seventh. If you're having any issues with it. Um, go to our website. You can email me at uh, cccfexcdir at outlook.com. Our phone number is on the website also and will be on the portal page. So if you're having any issues, get in touch with me way before September 22nd at 4 p.m. because we'll help you get through the process. But like I said, it's really fair for everybody have to have one way to do the application, submit them. And the other thing that's good about the online portal, um, even the reports and information that we require to be filed after you're, you get the grant, you do that all online too. So if you have receipts, um, you know, we like to have pictures uh, of, of the project when it's completed. You can scan that stuff, email it in to me. And then the other thing I like to do is a number of the uh, projects, I'll, I'll even go out and make site visits because I like to go out and see the finished project and talk to the people who are involved in it. Um, we even do follow-up press releases on when I do site visits. So we like to definitely uh, promote the projects and get the word out to everybody so they can see how this money is being used. Yes, uh, I think that's really important as well. And I guess I'm going to put you on the spot for a minute. Uh, you've been doing this for a while as executive director. Have you? Do you have like a favorite project you've seen? Um, yeah, I, I know the one project last year that really um, really made an impression on me was the uh, down at the Curransville School District there, the uh, parent-teacher organization down there. Um, they identified a need um, um, to get some inclusive playground equipment, and and going to meet with them and what their vision was. Uh, they had a real nice playground down there, but they were lacking the inclusive equipment and um that 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 project was really um 
like I said, you, you, you mm-hmm. saw it was going to help some special needs kids, and, and that, that really uh, really made a, a positive impression. And back a couple years, um, we, we funded um, both the uh, Bob Perks Fund and the Clearfield County Cancer Support Group. Um, they help folks that are going through chemotherapy and cancer issues, and, um, and especially um, the Clearfield County Cancer Support Group. They... They kind of reach out and help people that that need help with with bills and that kind of stuff. And I know their motto kind of is that they want to help people um, with their everyday expenses, so they don't so they can concern themselves with their cancer treatments and not have to worry about their day to day expenses. Yeah, and as you said, both of those projects that you chose to reflect on uh, made a huge impact: special needs and yep. cancer patients. Um, Mark McCracken, always a pleasure, sir. I appreciate you stopping in on contact. I just want to give your website again. It's the Clearfield County Charitable Foundation.org. The porter the portal is open August 7th through September 22nd. Closes promptly at 4 p.m. But sir, we appreciate it. We appreciate learning about the charitable foundation and everything that you're doing for our community. And thank you, Michael, for having me this morning. I enjoy talking about the stuff, great stuff we're doing. We'll have you back someday, sir. Everyone have a wonderful day.